0: Welcome to a very special edition. We're 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 going to jump right into this. Um, I've said it from the very beginning that uh, the FDA, the big pharma, e- e- anything. Anything that has to do with our health is a gigantic scam. And I've said this from the very beginning as well, especially people that want to step out and do different things than working a nine to five that they hate. But they do it because of health insurance and the lie that is all of that and, and what's going on with the COVID shots and everything all across the board. I think it's a major, gigantic Scam. So, we're going to have Andy, the CEO and founder of a uh, crowd of, of an organization that is removing government and removing these big pharma overlords from your health insurance. And they've created this thing called Crowd Health. And it is a community funded way to pay for health care. And it's really quite astounding, actually. And so, the interview that we had. <clears throat> It it is quite insane some of the things that you are going to hear that he has to say. This is not just an episode for you to like get crowd health. It is insane to hear the stats, the data, all of these things that I had no idea about the money it costs you for your prescriptions, um, the money it costs for your doctor's visits, why you're only allowed to see doctors within networks, et cetera, et cetera. All this junk. It is ri- honestly, if I'm being completely honest, it was really shocking to me. Oh, yeah. And very like disheartening almost. Uh, but there is help and there is hope. And uh, I think that this model for crowd health is the way to do it. And so this is a very interesting conversation and so if you have a problem with health care insurance you think it's too high if you are in the medical field and you know all this i think you should listen and if you're an employer and you're doing you know uh benefits for your employees i think you should listen if you're an employee and you're staying in a job just because you think that that you're gonna die without health care I think you need to listen to what Andy has to say. This is this is some this is some really deep stuff. truly, and uh, it's very very interesting. So, uh, before we do that, let's get into a sponsor. All right, guys, Ronald Reagan saw it 40 years ago. Massive inflation that we haven't seen since. Until Joe Biden. In Ronald Reagan's own words, inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Right now, your retirement accounts are under attack thanks to Joe Biden. That's why I partnered with Birch Gold to protect the savings that you have, to protect what matters to you and your family, and that is security. When that is why you need to go to Birch Gold and diversify your savings account with gold, silver, and precious metals. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your savings. Text the word GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the numbers 9898-98 now to get a no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This comprehensive 20-page guide reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. You've only got eight days left to purchase with Birch Gold before the end of February, and they will send you a signed copy of my book, Dear America. So do it right now. Text the word GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. You've got no excuse. You're listening to this podcast on your phone as we speak. That's the word GRAHAM to 989898 now. All right, and without further ado Andy you there
1: I'm here thanks for having me
0: I'm good man I'm good all right so ladies and gentlemen listening on this uh, what what crowd health is doing is they are really, redefining healthcare or, or or what we think healthcare is. And uh, first of all, what I want to do is is kind of, you know, let the expert himself explain what crowd health is. And then I think it'd be really beneficial for us to talk about this. I, I know that we've had a lot of episodes about taking the jump, taking the leap, uh, making that step to do what you feel God's telling you to do. Or, or, you know, if you don't believe in God and you listen to this podcast, what, what, what your soul or spirit's telling you to do or whatever and then also the 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 mistrust of big pharma that we have for rightful reasons today um we're gonna go deep down the rabbit hole but first of all let's find out what crowd health actually is and then once we do that we'll 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 go that way uh you want to take it away man to tell them tell them what what is crowd health
1: yeah, no, I'd love to. I'd love to give you a little bit of background story too to help the the listeners understand the context for this. Because I think, you know, if you got a bunch of entrepreneurs out there listening, and a lot of these new companies start because of founder experiences, right? Like, do you think something yep. sucks? And You're like, okay, man, I got to go fix it. Let's go do this. Um, and that's what happened to me. I was, I ran another healthcare technology company. I, I sold that, and as such, didn't have health insurance. And so I went and got uh, healthcare gov. I was. Ignorant at the time, um, but I got something for me, my wife, and my two girls for about twelve hundred bucks a month, and my little one, who's one at the time, was having recurring ear infections. So, went to the ear, nose, and throat doc. He said you need tubes in her ears. It's something that you know almost all of us parents here at one point or another with one of our kids. And Yeah, so we went off to the hospital, got tubes, and got the bill afterwards, and it was eight thousand dollars for fifteen minutes. And I'm like, holy crap, you know eight wow. grand for 15 minutes. What, yeah. a, what a rip off this is. But you know what? I have health insurance, right? Like a lot of us just assume like right? our health insurance is going to pay for it. Yeah. Um, we got something in the mail from my insurance company that says it was medically unnecessary. And so they weren't going to pay for it. Um, and so I had to stroke an $8,000 check to the local hospital. And as you'd imagine, I was pissed. So yeah. I called the insurance plan. I said, man, if you're not going to pay my bills, I'm not paying your bills. Um, and so I quit. I've been uninsured for the last two and a half years. And trying to figure out how to pay my bills outside of health insurance the culmination to that is is crowd health um and that's what we're doing we're 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 providing people with with tools so they don't have to deal with the the health insurance bs you know one one of the 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 huge misconceptions here is that insurance is going to pay for your health bills right right if you're on healthcare.gov one out of every six bills are not paid for; <laughs> they're rejected by your insurance company. I was one of the six, and it was eight grand. And I've been fortunate; I have eight grand in my bank to pay for it. But you know, how would any of your listeners feel if the insurance company said, "You know what? No, you're going to pay for that eight grand. I'm not."
0: Yeah, right. yeah, no, that is it's just the, not right. The vast majority of Americans are one paycheck away from poverty.
1: Ex- exactly. Right? And so we, we actually had 250,000 people last year who had health insurance go bankrupt because of medical debt, Yeah, right? You have, no you have health insurance and you're going bankrupt because of medical debt. I mean, that's how screwed up our system is right now. And so it's like, man, I, we gotta change that. So, you know, Health basically allows you to put money into your own bank account. So we open up a bank account for you when you start, you put money into your own account. Um, and then if you have a big health event then others in the community will step up to help you pay for that health event. And we're getting prices that are about 50% of what the health plans pay. And we can kind of talk about, you know, why insurance is so screwed up and they're actually have really bad pricing with yeah. hospitals. No, please, please. People. Yeah, explain
0: it to us. Explain it to us. Why, yeah, why is we're, that?
1: We're, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy because, you know, United Healthcare and uh, CVS, which owns Aetna, are the seventh and eighth largest companies on the planet in terms of revenue. Right, so you would think that those large companies would be able to negotiate really, really good prices, but in fact, they don't. Right, so I live in Austin, Texas. Shout out to all the Texans out there. Um, you know, <laughs> we've, we've got, got two hospital systems in Austin, and so United Healthcare can come in and they're basically negotiating against a duopoly. Right, you can't lose one of the health systems or else you're screwed in Austin. Um, and so United Healthcare doesn't have any negotiating power. But if you and I were going to go in that that hospital, we can actually negotiate with them and get prices. We're getting about 60% off of what United Healthcare pays. That's that's hmm. the power of being able to actually negotiate your prices. It's one of the only places on in America where you don't go and act and, and negotiate, right? Like there is just no market forces in healthcare currently. Um, and in in reality, the health plans are incentivized to increase uh, the, the premium you pay every month as opposed to decrease. Right. And so th- this is one of the crazy things with Obamacare. Obamacare said, Hey, health insurance plans, you can only make 15% of premiums in profit. Okay. So um, from the outside looking in, that sounds great, right? Like you don't want, you know, health plans to gouge us, but yeah. think about it this way. These are all are mostly for profit companies. So right. <clears throat> the thousand dollars I pay every month, they can only make 150 bucks. Right. So what happens if they want to grow their revenue? They have to increase their premium. So they actually have an incentive to increase the price as opposed to decrease the price. That's what's so screwed up with our health system.
0: So so is that also so, so for me uh, you know the reason that I pay for my health insurance is um or the reason that people pay for their health insurance is what if i get sick right like like really sick like what most most people can handle a doctor's visit because they've got the flu or they you know a bronchitis mm-hmm. or something like that what people pay these insurance premiums for um is what if i get really hurt what if i got to get stitches mm-hmm. what if i have to have surgery or for prescription drugs so like i have asthma from the war right like and so i've got two inhalers i've got a rescue and then a daily right so it's always boggled my mind and maybe you can maybe you can lend some some uh you know knowledge on this the rescue inhaler the thing that saves you if you're having an asthma attack cost eighty dollars without insurance right but the daily the thing that's supposed to make you not dependent on the rescue inhaler, eight hundred dollars a month without insurance. So, so what? What is the reasoning there? Why, why? Why are prescriptions and everything so off the charts? Right, they say. Is it because of the fact that these insurance company only make fifteen percent? Is that why prescription drugs are so off the charts too?
1: Yeah, well, you have that. And then you you have these what they call PBMs, which is pharmacy benefit managers who sit in between these prescription drug manufacturers and the health plans. And they take a massive amount of of cut there, too. Right. So that inhaler that you make, the, the marginal cost of that is probably a dollar. Right. You're wow. paying eight hundred dollars for something that probably costs a dollar. Right. And, and so you've got so many people in the middle trying to take a cut of that action and there's nobody pushing down on the price. Wow. That's why you're paying 800 bucks, because look, you know, you're paying 800 bucks, but your insurance plan probably is paying 800 bucks. Right. And so if we start, yeah. you know, negotiating it on our behalf, we can actually negotiate those prices down. So, in fact, if you were to go to that same drug manufacturer as an uninsured you know, human being without no insurance, you would be able to get to uh, get it for a fraction of that cost, you so, know, a fraction of the $800. So, see, I guess because that's what a lot of people don't
0: know. Those, right. They, they don't even know that you yeah. can do that. Like, I full transparency, I wouldn't have known that if I didn't have insurance that I could go to CVS or Wixella, whoever makes my daily inhaler or whatever it is, and say, hey— <laughs> you know what's the real price of this thing like how much can i get this thing actually for so that's interesting i mean i didn't, yeah. I didn't even know you could do that
1: and GoodRx, you can go to goodrx.com we use a we use a, a a service similar to those they they cut out a couple of those middlemen so you'll be able to see pricing there and a lot of times literally you'll save 60 70 80 percent wow. what your health plans are paying i so- mean it's it's absolutely ridiculous
0: so, let me ask you let, let me ask you these questions then. Let's let's dive down the health.gov rabbit hole for a minute. <laughs> and 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 I want to di- I want to jump into that because then I think that will be a good way for us to jump into you know, people that write me every day that are working a job that they hate. But they're doing it for security, right? And when people are talking mm-hmm. about security, what they're really talking about is money. And they're like, well, it's not just about the money. It's about the health care benefits and stuff like that. Well, well, that's money. You're still talking about money, right? You know, money is what costs for health care, et cetera, et cetera. So what is the scam that is healthcare.gov? Well, walk me down that.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, healthcare.gov, um, ultimately what you're doing there is in, in, in addition to putting a big company in between you and your doctor, you're putting a the government in between you and your doctor. Right. right? And, you know, th- these plans will say, well, I, I will pay your healthcare bill. But in fact, like I said earlier, you know, nationally, one out of every six bills doesn't get paid. You know, I live in Texas, one out of every five in Texas, one out of every three in Tennessee. Don't, doesn't get paid wow. and, uh, you know, gets rejected by the plan. And so you're, you, you got, you know, a, a pretty high probability <laughs> of, of something pretty significant, not getting paid. And, and there, there's very little that, you know, these uh, regulatory agent, com- you can complain, um, they will pay their fine, but still they're, they're out going to make a lot more money than, than, you know, they should be making uh, by de- denying your claims. So it should be clear the the way that the health insurance plans make money is they take total premiums minus losses and the the, the part in between is is how much profit they're going to make right they can max it out at, at 15 a lot of them are below that so the only other way to, to if they unless they re- raise your premiums the only other way to make money is to reject your claims right so that's where i have a problem with healthcare.gov is they say it's guaranteed your health bills are going to get paid, but in reality, one out of every six, you know, across the country just aren't getting paid. And, you know, so and in terms of, of your your question around, you know, people making the, the jump to do something entrepreneurial, you know, the the stat, I think it's the Rand, Rand Corporation did, a, did a, a study a couple of years back. And it was somewhere between two and four million Americans weren't doing something entrepreneurial because of health insurance. It's called job lock. They are locked to their job, which they probably hate because of health insurance. right? you know And that's just you know unAmerican to me. Um, you know, I, I think we should take jobs and health insurance and bifurcate those things. Um, because if you're you're sitting at a corporation on average, this is Kaiser Family Foundation data, it's five or six thousand dollars. they're paying for your health insurance or yeah. it's somewhere like 16, thousand for your family. That's you know you say okay my employer is paying for that but guess what you're not getting five or six thousand dollars in your paycheck because your employer is using that for health insurance yeah right and so let's just bifurcate those two things give me a raise let me go figure out what health insurance for myself you can do something like Crowd Health or, or, or others. And uh, you're gonna be way, way better off, and you don't. You're not locked to that job because of health insurance, right? And um, then that's what's screwed up about our our system today is you're locked there.
0: Yeah, and then a lot of times you still have to pay deductibles, you still have to meet certain criteria, or a lot of people you have to pay into the healthcare uh, plans for your business, which the business owner is really only doing that so they can have deductions for their own tax reasons when taxes mm-hmm. come around for them um so okay so so on think it's
1: important because of the, 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 the deductible piece right like it, health insurance has got a couple really key key numbers here in terms okay. of of kind of the financial components right like it's your premium you pay every month most people know what that premium is yep. right but the one that gets you in trouble you know it bites you in the ass when you least expect it is the deductible, yeah. right? So the, the thing that everybody should go home and 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 try to figure out is do they have enough money in your bank account to pay your deductible? Yeah. Because if something were to happen tonight, that's the amount of money that gets sucked out of your bank account. Um, you know, and for Crowd Health, a big part of what we're trying to do is saying, hey, we want to be accessible to everybody. So the 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 most you'll pay um, for any health event is five hundred bucks. Right, yeah. If you go into the hospital; it's five hundred bucks, and most people can come up with with five hundred dollars. It's not going to put them at a you know a huge financial distress. Yeah, and so that's why we're we're, we're we've significantly lowered that. Um, and we think that makes it accessible to a, a, a you know a lot more people. And our our mission is like I don't want anybody going bankrupt for for healthcare bills. Yeah, um, I mean five thousand dollars
0: at, is like the normal deductible that has to be met before you don't have to pay anything else. With a lot of yeah, with a lot of plans, which is more than eighty percent of Americans make in a month's paycheck is a, a your, deductible.
1: Your, yeah, your your kid could fall off his bike this afternoon, and that's yeah. six grand. You know for for all in for cast and all these kinds of things. It's like, do you have six grand in your bank that you're willing to pay for your, your kids, you know, broken arm, right? It could, it could happen at any moment.
0: All right, everybody, listen up. I want to bless you this month. Okay. I want to bless you by paying off your mortgage for next month. Okay. Um, What about producers? No, you don't count because you're on the show. You know how much I'd get sued if you won. Anyway, the point (laughs) is, good ranchers, okay? The company that saved this podcast from extinction when we got demonetized on Facebook is under severe attack from the radical left for supporting us, for supporting other conservative voices, and supporting free speech. I need every one of you right now to show your support for this 100% American beef company. I need you to go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham right now and every single order this month, they're going to send me a list and I'm going to pick two people and I'm going to pay off your rent or your mortgage for next month. Okay, look, not only do you get 100% in America beef or chicken, you also support a conservative company, and I'm going to bless you and you have an opportunity to have your rent or your mortgage paid off next month. I know times are tough. I know that everybody is hurting, but so is this company that is trying to do the right thing. So I need everybody right now to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham and make an order today right so, so 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 explain it explain it for the listeners again okay uh, they go with crowd help which they should by the way uh, you know you guys are ama- amazing I love what you're doing when we first had this conversation you know we, I, I love the idea the community uh, going in to help across the board but 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 for those listening that are pro- probably still a little bit confused okay what is the difference okay you get cancer tomorrow. Not you, but just in general. Like, like somebody gets cancer tomorrow. Sure. What is the difference between having Blue Cross Blue Shield and now I've got cancer versus crowd health and now I've got cancer? what 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 is the difference? Walk us through that.
1: Yeah, I mean I saw a meme the other day on I think it was Twitter. It was like health insurance is super cool because you pay a lot of money every month, and when you have a health event, you get to pay a lot more money, right? <laughs> like <laughs> um, you know, and and so um so that's that's blue cross blue shield um you know you pay high premiums Mm -hmm. and then you're going to fit your deductible if you have co-insurance then you're going to have to have co-insurance then you have to worry about co-pays and so you know it scrambles my mind even thinking about it um if you have a big event like that for crowd health what happens is is you commit to paying the first 500 bucks and then the rest the community we actually go out and crowdfund from the community um and say hey you know andy has cancer we need you know two hundred thousand dollars we'll crowdfund that from the community and we will will help you pay your your two hundred thousand dollar bill you know real real example is we had a, a woman who um had a neurological disorder she was in the, the neuro icu for i think six or seven days you know the bill was one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, wow. and we took care of it for her. you know she was out of she was out of uh out of pocket 500 bucks and, wow. and, and the community took care of the rest. Um, and so that's a, a pretty catastrophic, you know, event um, that we were able to take care of with, without any problems.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize, I guess, that, you know, if you get hurt to a certain extent, you can't even do the job that you're using to pay the money for just the monthly premiums for that insurance in the first place anymore. And, you know, it, you want to talk about uh, a, a group of people that do not care what your life circumstances are. It's health insurance companies. They could care less <laughs> uh, yeah. of any kind. In fact, they probably really want you to miss a payment so they can cancel your insurance. Then you have to apply it again, but now you're sick and then they can deny you health insurance in the first place.
1: It's crazy. It, it's, it's absolutely crazy.
0: It feels very much like what I know you agree with—that it's a big old racket—is what it feels like. And 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 I do like we've had this conversation. They base it on your tax bracket too. Uh, if you if you make more money, you have to pay a lot more money mm-hmm. for health insurance, which is you know I always heard that if you had pre-existing conditions, you'd have to pay a little bit more with generalized health care. And even back in my older or my younger days, like I was like, okay, you know, I guess I can justify that in my mind a little bit. Like, okay, it's going to cost them more money over years and blah, blah, blah. But now just because somebody makes more money, they have to pay more money, even if they're not sick. Like if they're not sickly people, just because their, you know, their tax returns are higher. Now they have to pay more money for the same healthcare coverage that, that, that just seems like a pyramid scheme almost.
1: Well, yeah and they're using the pandemic to uh you know even make that worse right so in essence what they did with the american cares act is they expanded the amount of money that the government will pay for your healthcare.gov plan so in essence what they did is they just expanded medicaid um yeah and so you know slowly and slowly you know you got medicaid kind of coming from the the poor side and you have medicare coming from the old and i really truly think that they're trying to get medicaid and medicare to kind of come together right so you in essence get medicare for all i mean i think that's the end game for the left is you know they want medicare for all which i think is a a horrific idea especially if you want to you know see your doctor in the next six months right yeah Uh, yeah. So that's 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 the end game i think right and try even seeing a doctor
0: right now in in person uh it's um it's so insane right now. We had to travel, and my son had just a routine checkup with uh, his pediatrician. We had to miss it because I was traveling, and he was with me. And we tried to reschedule it, and it was four months, four <laughs> months to even just get a checkup again. And you've got people like, okay, so let me <clears throat> let me ask you this. And I ask you because I'm legitimately curious. And, sure. you know, I myself— <clears throat> would love to get rid of uh what I've been paying, and I think crowd health is the answer to that and, and so you know that's why I'm kind of inquisiting you here for the audience and also myself because they're probably thinking the same things I'm thinking all right well you know teledoc is a thing that 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 everybody's doing now and The majority of doctors are doing Teladoc now, especially for routine things like, oh, Mm -hmm. I need my asthma medication refilled and all this stuff. Well, don't come in here. You could give people COVID. Let me just talk to you over the phone. But you can't. how, How do I go with crowd health? How do you go and how do you bypass certain things that. Doctors offices and especially hospitals put in place to almost make people feel like they have to have health care because it'll ask you like the very first thing. Are you insured? What's your insurance policy number? Blah, 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 blah. And and or you just have to tell them or at least I thought you had to tell them, I guess I'll just pay for the entire thing up front, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of so you'll see me. What's the actual truth there?
1: Yeah. So, there, I mean, there's a couple things there, right? Like um, one really important thing that I want to make sure your, your audience hears is there's there's something called the patient financial responsibility form that, you know, you go into the doctor's office, they give you the a clipboard, you know, full yep. of forms that you have to fill out. And it's like, I've been here like freaking 10 times. Like you guys should have this information, but they make you fill it out yep. every single time. Right. One of the pieces of paper on that is called the patient financial responsibility form. Right. And basically what that says is I will pay anything the doctor charges me if my insurance plan re- refuses to pay for it. Right. Hmm. Um, so that's basically like a, you know, a plumber coming into your house and changing your faucet and saying, hey, by the way, you owe me five grand. You know, it's like, yeah. no, like you keep don- So w- what your audience needs to do is there's a part of there that says I will pay all charges, just put in their reasonable charges. And, and then sign the bill. So that's just a super th- key thing. Whether you have insurance, you don't have insurance, put reasonable in that patient financial responsibility form, hmm. it's gonna save you a huge headache later, right? So that's one thing. Second thing is, yeah, I mean, teledoc is is absolutely the way of the future, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, for, for your audience, I'm assuming, and a lot of folks that are our age in their 30s and 40s, you know, they wanna do this virtual care as opposed to having to, you know, take a half a morning to go and see their doctor. So CrowdHealth, you get free virtual care unlimited, you pay nothing for it. It's a part of the admin fee. So if you want to see you know a, a doc, um, all you have to do is jump on your app, press a button, and you get to see your your doc right away, and it doesn't wow. cost you a thing. And, um, and, and then you can say, "Hey, I need a refill on my prescription." They can do that stuff. Wow. Um, and that's all you know at the touch of your phone, as opposed to having to go in and, and talk to your doc in the doctor's office.
0: Yeah. So so I've noticed uh, through because I. Full transparency. I've had Blue Cross Blue Shield, and I've noticed they all seem to work together. and And if you're a doctor listening, I'm not talking bad about you. I, I mean, it, it's a business, right? And I've said that over. I'm the worst patient ever because I'm the <laughs> I, I'm the patient that they're in there. And they're like, you know what, Graham? Uh, it's been a year. Uh, let's get some blood work done, and let's get all this stuff done. You know, just just make sure you're good. I'm the patient that goes, why? Like, why Why do you need to do that? Like, I feel fine. Like, wh- why? Why? You, you want to charge my insurance so you can make some more money? <laughs> like, why do you want to do that? And I, I am. I am that patient. I'm the one. Who, like, why? I feel fine. I'm here for refills of my asthma medication. No, you don't need to draw my blood. We're good. <laughs> you know, let, let's move yeah, on. Totally. And they will get irate with you. Like, legitimately, they will get irritated with you and frustrated with you. And um uh, when I had COVID back at the beginning of the pandemic, uh like day 12, I went to the uh like little uh uh not not the emergency room, but you know like they have in Texas, they've got like the little ER doctor places, yeah. but it's not the hospital. So I went to one of those and they're like, we need to transport you via ambulance to the real hospital. And I said, no, you're not putting me in an ambulance. I will get myself to the hospital and they lost their mind i mean they legitimately i thought they were going to physically suplex me into the ambulance and i was ready even in my weekend covid state to like fight somebody i i, I even <laughs> i even said to him <laughs> i even said to him i will cough on you <laughs> i will cough on you right now if and, and, anyway it seems like an aggressive thing that all of them want to do because Teladoc, I'd say all that to say Teladoc with Blue Cross Blue Shield, is they even started giving me a little lip about refilling my asthma medications because they would only do it for like three, three months. Which is ridiculous. I, I, I'm not a meth here. It's, it's an inhaler, right? You know, and, and I was like, just give me a 12-month and I'll see you in a year kind of thing. And then, and, then, and then after I did it twice during COVID, they said, you know what? This is the last time we're going to do this. You need to go to a primary care physician and then have them run all these tests so you can become a patient uh, and, and, and all this stuff if you want to be able to breathe. <laughs> like literally, like, like like that's what it is. And I'm like, no, I already have a diagnosis. I got this diagnosis years ago through the army. Like I know what's wrong. I don't like you can see my medical history prescription-wise. Every doctor can. Every doctor can look up your birthday and see what prescriptions you've gotten and all this other stuff. You can see Ten years worth of asthma medication. Like, what is there to talk about? And is that part of the game? Is that part of the 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 uh, almost like everybody trying to help everybody make money kind of thing?
1: It's 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 partially cover your ass, right? Right. I mean, you know, if if, you, if something goes wrong with you and your doctor gave you something, then they they're afraid they're going to get sued, so they want to make sure that you know. And and, and there is literally you know tens of billions of dollars and approaching 100 billion dollars of wasted costs every year because doctors want you to do that stuff and you're like look dude i've had this same condition for 10 years it ain't changing like yeah. i know what it is right i don't need to do a whole you know a a, a of of uh, of tests here to do this yeah the other thing that we have a problem with here is that most these 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 docs are are associated with with uh, hospital systems, right? Right. And if, if you want to, you know, health insurance plans, you know, it's it's one demon I would say, and then hospital systems on the other side. You know, every, hospitals um, are one horrifically run and two are really really expensive. Yeah. Because your your primary care physician is often affiliated with a hospital, so they send you to a hospital lab which is literally seven times more expensive than the lab next door. That's not owned by the hospital. So they're making a killing on that. I mean, we had a a member, we, we, uh, you know, it's a bad story, but we had a member that was, you know, went in for labs. It was $250 for labs. And uh, we had a lab that was literally a five minute drive from where they got their lab that could have done it for like $27. Right for like ten yeah. percent of what they did it for at the hospital. Yeah, and so all these hospitals, you know, prices are inflated. So you know, it's just a it's a it's a big screw job, candidly. Um, but we as we are not really the consumers. Yeah, we don't care what it costs. It's just our health plan. But yeah, guess what? If we keep doing those types of things, that's why our premium goes up. Yeah. Right? So ultimately, it does impact us, just not directly. Um, you know, and that's a great thing with crowd health is like, you're, you're a part of a community. We want to keep these prices down. You're going to feel it. Um, so let's make really good decisions around our, our healthcare. And, um, you know, so far it's worked brilliantly. I mean, it's like something like 93% of procedures, they, they come to us and allow us to shop for it. So like, let's actually find the best doc at the lowest price in your town. Yeah. Like, shouldn't we be doing that? that makes sense, right? Yeah. The hospitals and the the health insurance plans don't do that. Just a real quick story. And I think it's a fun one. And it highlights the how screwy our our health insurance plan is. We have a a member up in Wisconsin um, who interestingly um, had got the COVID vaccine three weeks later, had heart problems. Go figure. Hospital said we have to go in and we have to do, you know, a, a heart procedure. And it's going to be eighty six thousand dollars for this this heart procedure right we wow. found him another doctor in chicago that was an hour and a half away that would do it for forty six thousand dollars we found another doctor who's one of the best in the in the, the country doing this procedure in oklahoma city and they were going to do they'd do it for twenty five thousand dollars so you've got a thousand miles ish you know between oklahoma city and in wisconsin um yep. And you're literally getting it for $60,000 less. Wow. Um, and so we're, we're paying this person $3,000 to go to Oklahoma City. We're putting them up in a suite in the nicest hotel in Oklahoma City. They're getting their procedure done. They're staying there for three days and we're saving... $50,000 as a result of just doing a little bit of shopping. Wow. Now, we don't force you to go to a different city. We paid them to go and do that. You could have went, you know, wherever you want, but we just gave them that option, but it just shows we just took $50,000 off the healthcare expenses of, of the community. That is not so- Oh, by the way, they're getting first class tickets from Milwaukee to to uh, Oklahoma city too. So, wow. you know, that's not something your health plan will do, but um, you know, we're, we're actually like, let's go shop for the best doc. That can do this at the lowest price. I mean, that seems like a reasonable thing to want to do, and health plans just don't don't allow you to do that.
0: It's so crazy. That's so crazy, and, and, and it's so, it's so weird. I, I mean, and, and I mean it in a great way. Like, I think that you guys are really on to something here. Obviously, you've had a lot of success. Obviously, there's a lot of people that have bought into this idea, and you know, I think it's going to continue to to to, to grow and grow and grow. Which is exactly what needs to happen. We have to figure out a way to honestly in my opinion I say this with the media I say this with big tech I say this with everything but especially with the the healthcare system we have to find a way to put them in check and and there's so many people that live under this this fear that if they don't rank and file in line with, you know, either a job that has a health care plan or with healthcare.gov, because the government's going to, like, fine them for not having health insurance, you know, and all this other kind of stuff. There are so many people that live in that fear that they think that they're doing the right thing, but in reality, they're actually costing themselves probably more money, than being if they were uninsured. <laughs> and and, yeah. and that's the crazy part about it. And, and I think it's really important that you guys are teaching people. That's that that is the biggest thing that I can say positively about you guys. Even in this quick conversation You've taught me things that I had no idea. Put reasonable on that form before you sign it. You know like like little things like that. Oh, by the way, you can actually shop around but with your current healthcare program, they only say that you could you you can only go to these certain doctors. You can't mm-hmm. go anywhere else or there are out of whatever they call it, out of uh, Crap! I can't remember the name. What? what you're out, out of a, network. Out of network. Thank you. Thank you yeah. very much. You knew it the whole time. Out of network, uh, or or we're not covering it. So you have to go to the most expensive place, yeah. so they can make the most money. Man, when you say it like that, it all makes so much sense, and and it makes you just wonder why have we continued to do it this way for so long?
1: Yeah, I mean, look. You know, I, I agree with you. We've got to start standing up to big tech. We have to start standing up to, I think, health insurance plans. We have to start standing up from my perspective, from the government getting involved in my health care. You know, that's yeah. something that should be between me and my doc, you know. And the only way to do that, right, I think the left does this really well, is is cancel the things that we don't like. Like, let's stop paying the people that aren't treating us well, right? Yeah. Um, if, you, if you don't want government to take over health care, don't get your health insurance off of care.gov yeah you are supporting the government takeover of healthcare by going to healthcare.gov i'm just being totally candid and so let's stop supporting that and let's start supporting you know entrepreneurship and free market um you know disciplines and that's what we're trying to do so you know if your your audience would would like to join us i know that we have a code especially for you um, you know, we we give you a, um, a period of time where it's you know significantly discounted to give it a, a try. Um, you know, we'd love for y'all to join us.
0: So, so for the listeners that are listening right now and and, and they really are intrigued with everything they've heard. The one thing we haven't talked about is this. So, I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell everybody. Sure. Um, okay, I have <clears throat> a family of five. I've already told you I've got a pre-existing health condition. I've got asthma, uh, so therefore I need a rescue. And a monthly inhaler, you know, kind of thing. Uh, my son uh, has this medication. Uh, what about people that that have, you know, medications that they need coming in? What What do those people do? I mean, what's the process sure. like?
1: Yeah, so um, so a family of five would be about seven hundred bucks, six hundred ninety five bucks a month. Um, and then for your pre existing conditions. What we do, especially with medications, and we've done this a lot, is we ask you to give us your medications so that we can go and shop them for you. Right. Tell you how much those are going to be per month without all the middlemen and all that kind of stuff. And then after a year, the community will uh, pay, will help you pay anything above 500 bucks for those those medications, right? So you know, most of the time. You know, we had a lot of people with high cholesterol, high blood pressure, things like that. Those those medications, there are generics out there. So that those those that cocktail of drugs is like twenty five or thirty bucks a month. I mean, it's not a lot. Right. right? And so we can get those drug costs down significantly. And then you got to decide is like, okay, you know, am I willing to pay for these these meds for a year? Um, Because then next year, the community will help pay for them. And then you can just do do the math. And we'll just be very open and honest with you to say the math either works or it doesn't work. Right. You can, you can decide. And sometimes you could say, Hey, I want to go with crowd health. I want to stay on my, my insurance provider cause they're paying for these meds. And then after a year on crowd health, I'll, I'll switch over to crowd health. Oh, and that that's point, interesting. The yeah. community will start pay, paying, paying for those. And we have some people doing that too. So, um, you know, the beautiful thing about us is that we don't have a big call center of people. Like you are, you have one care advocate within our our, our group, um, you talk to that person every single time. So when you call in, you can call, talk to that person. You can tell them what your deal is. They'll walk you through it. I mean, healthcare is so lonely. You think you're out on an Island. And yeah. He's really helping you figure out. You got somebody dedicated to you right in our, in our office. You'll talk to him at the same time. You don't have to tell your story five different times at five different departments, right? None of that big bureaucratic stuff. And so we just invite anybody who, who's interested, call in to us. We're happy to talk you through that. We'll walk you through the economics and we'll see if it makes sense. And if it does, we'd love for you to join. If not, then, um, you know, maybe a year from now it's is the right time.
0: Yeah. And, you know, uh, I really like the fact that you said that people can combine, you know, maybe it's worth, maybe it's worth that extra 700 bucks or whatever it is a month for the next 12 months. For a year from now, you can make that switch, and long term, it saves you and your family so much money. Uh, And then maybe it makes sense. An individual, it's only one hundred and
1: seventy-five bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one hundred seventy-five. So for all my uh, single people out there, we have have literally dozens of people who are doing that, um, and it makes sense for them.
0: Well, I think, that's, I think that's great, man. Uh, look, I, I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you, you know, you've heard the pitch. You've heard the ad. Uh, <laughs> it actually is coming uh, officially after this segment is over. Uh, but look, man, Andy, I love what you guys are doing. I think you guys are coming from the right place that it's not about, I mean, yeah, you know, p- businesses have to function, but my God, man, there is a better way to do it without just fundamentally just just honestly raping the bank accounts of Americans. And then for those of you who have listened so much and have written in so often, you literally just heard from a man that was doing the normal thing and then realized it wasn't working. And then he stepped out in faith and made that jump because there is another way. And the worst mm-hmm. thing that the the military does, and I've spoken out of the military against this because I was in the army for 12 years. And the army gives you every advantage to succeed as long as you stay in the army. But what they make you believe is that you're never going to get it any better outside of the army. And so many of our employers do the same thing. Like, well, no, you have to stay here because you're never going to make it out there by yourself. You're never going to do this. Your family's going to get sick and die without this i mean that that is that is the that is the tone that is the feeling that they do and man i just got to commend you man i think it's awesome what you guys are doing
1: well Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you for your service and thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, We are going to have you on more often because there's all kinds of big pharma stuff that happens, honestly, at this point with COVID, Pfizer's getting ready to do the Emergency Authorization Act for a fourth COVID shot and all this other kind of stuff, (laughs) which, again, I mean, I could go down the rabbit hole all day long. People know what I think about forced vaccines. I think that, you know, getting the vaccine for free, I'm probably in trouble, Zach, sorry. I think getting the vaccine for free is going to lead to like you said heart issues down the road that they're going to be able to charge people more for as they get older because it's an emergency authorization act they are not able to be sued for what happens to people when they get the vaccine i think it's all one big big pharma scam and you guys seem to have In my opinion what is the answer to fight back against that so you know more power to you man i think it's great and everybody listening you need to go support uh this great company and look out for you and your family thanks man for coming on i appreciate it very much thanks for having me all right brother we'll talk soon all right guys that's the episode so we hope you enjoyed that like i said there is another way And if you believe that Big Pharma is out to get all of us just like I do here, I think that this is a great opportunity for you to think about a different way to do it. So we hope you enjoyed this. We hope it was informative for you. Make sure to share this podcast. Leave us a review and give us five stars. And we'll see you all again. See you later. Next time.